Hi guys, James Corsier here and welcome to the Money Paradox podcast. Today, we're going through work pensions. Exciting. <laughs> yeah, okay, it's not the most sexy subject, but it really is important, honestly. For most people, they don't know how much money they've got in a pension, whether they even have a pension. Where is it? All of these really, really basic questions. And most studies suggest that the vast majority of people will not have enough money in their pension before they uh, before they want to retire. So guys, really important subject, and today we're gonna to be answering all of those key questions. So, Today, guys, we're going through work pensions. We're gonna answer all of those big questions you've got on your mind and hopefully bring in a little bit more clarity there. Now, for most people, what they work for a fairly large organization. And for those types of people, almost always they will have a pension because it's a legal requirement for those companies to do it. And two, it's legal requirement for them to by default, opt you into the pension unless you specifically say. So unless you work for a very small organization or you're self-employed or you've told them, no, I don't want your pension, go away, then you probably have one, okay? So the first thing you wanna do if you're in that bracket, and don't worry guys, if you're not in that bracket, I'm gonna to come to you in a minute, okay? So hold fire. If you are in that bracket, you want to find out that important information. Best way to do that, Pick up the phone, call your HR team, say, hello, HR. Tell me, tell me, tell me what my pension is. Yeah, so basically what they'll do is usually they team up with a big organization like Standard Life, Aviva, massive, massive organization because they set up a big package for everybody that works in those companies. And usually what they do is they'll give you login details. You can go online, log in, and find out most of that information that you want to know, okay? They usually have an online platform, and by doing that, you'll say, oh, how much money is in there? How much money is going in there each month? How's it being calculated? Now, the calculation bit, usually you'll be able to find out from HR. The, the setup, you know, the pension platform, they'll be able to tell you just how much is going in there and where it's being invested. Most people who have pension don't even know what it's invested in. And it's probably invested in the standard thing they put most people in. And personally, I don't think they are usually great. Now, this is not investment advice, guys. You've got to go away, research, and make up your own decision. But if you think about it, if you're not making that decision and the company is, in what interest do you think that company is deciding how they invest your money? Well, Personally, I would say it's probably them. So you've got to think of all of the different ways they can invest that money. Are they going to be putting it in that fund where they get a stronger commission or there's bigger interest for them? Perhaps, okay? So you definitely want to be checking how it's being invested. And once you find that out, you then want to decide, well, how do you want to invest it, okay? Now there's various different options and that is a topic for a completely different day. What is important is that you take charge of your pension and you decide where you want it invested, okay? 
do you want to put it all in the stock market? Okay, and go really hardcore, high returns, but high risk. Or do you want to do something a bit safer perhaps with bonds and stocks, potentially safer, considered safer, <laughs> big, big caveat. Or maybe something like a portfolio approach, like all weather, uh, like Ray Dalio's all weather portfolio approach. Many different ways in which people can structure their investments. You want to go away, take a view on that, and then make a decision on how you want to invest it. Now, be mindful. A lot of the options within these funds will be actively managed funds. And that means some dude somewhere around the world is taking your money and everybody else's money and making a decision on how they invest their money. So in theory, by them doing that, they're going to get a better return than just the market generally. Again, topic for another day, but countless studies have shown that the vast majority of actively managed funds do not beat the market. Somewhere in the region of 90%. So the likelihood is if you go into an actively managed fund, you're not going to beat the market, okay? And that's because it is a really, really hard thing to do. So for a lot of people, the default is in an index fund, okay? So you just invest in the market, so you just invest in the stock market as a whole, or bonds as a whole, or the world as a whole, okay? Or gold as a whole, rather than some person doing it for you. So big caveat there. Because also, these actively managed funds have big fees surrounding them. And it might not always be obvious. Many of these funds have many, many different fees, maybe 10, 20, 30 different fees. So what the way, a clever technique they do is they might show one really obvious fee that's really low. And you think, well, that's pretty cheap. I'm going to do that. But behind the scenes, there may be many other fees that are in the small print. So check carefully. Another thing is that it's very easy these companies to show you a fund that's really doing well to make you think that fund you're invested in is great but think about it all they need is 10 100 a thousand different funds then take the one that's done well don't worry about all the rest put that one there and say guys that fund that fund's done amazing in the last five years doubled double the returns of the of the market generally invest in that guys but you're not seeing all of those ones that are doing really badly, okay? So just be mindful of these things when you're making a decision on how you invest your money rather than just taking the suggestion from a particular pension fund, okay? You want to really take charge and take control of this area. If this is an area you want to look into, go research it more. Check out my other videos on this subject more specifically. Okay, so... That is all about where your money is invested. Next thing to think about is if you are taking an element of your pension, sorry, of your income into your pension, right? The way it's usually done is it's a salary sacrifice. So I don't know, say you earn 40,000 pounds a year, okay? The company might say, well, look, if you put in 5%, we'll put in 5%. If you put in 3%, we'll put in 3%. We'll match you. But if you go above 5%, you can put in more, but we're not going to match you. We're not going to go beyond that. Now, each company is different. Some might not match. Some might match you. Some might double what you're putting in. It all varies. Depends on how generous they're feeling. 
uh, or how much they're pushing that or how big a deal it is, right? A whole load of factors, okay? But you want to find that out. What's the setup there? Now, this is a big component because if they're matching whatever you're putting in, you put £100 in, they're putting £100 in. So that's a huge, huge benefit. Your £100 now becomes £200 and there is no tax on that pension. So if you took that £100 out and you earned it, then you pay tax on it and you pay, you'd be getting £80 or £60 back. Okay. So the money in the pension can be worth a lot more and that's why a lot of people do it and encourage you to do it. But it's not so straightforward as that because if you think about it, if you put your money in a pension, you cannot touch that money until you're 55, right? So you might be 30 now, and you cannot touch that money until you're 55. Now, hey, for some of you guys out there, that might be a great idea because you like to touch your money. <laughs> you like to touch your money a little bit too much. And as a result, that money you go and put away to save for a rainy day or for a better life in the future, keeps getting run down whenever something comes up. You put in a pension, you cannot physically touch it until you're 55. Now that might be great if you want to retire at 55 or later, but what if you want to retire early? A lot of people want to do that, not everybody, but if you do, okay, and you want to retire, say at 40, all that money that you saved is in your pension. You can't retire at 40, because all of that money that you have saved up is stuck in a pension that is locked away until you're 55. So think about it, guys. If you're going for that early retirement approach, and you're funneling all your money in a pension, well, then you've got to question yourself. Is that a good idea? Okay. Or do you want to be taking that money and actively investing it in ways that you can, that you can get hold of that money at 40 years old? Maybe that, that, that money is invested in something that can give you money, say, through property. Or you can invest it in, I don't know, in a portfolio approach outside of a pension so that as it's building money up, you can take money out. Now, a lot more risky, a lot more dangerous because you could go spend that tomorrow or you could be investing in a way that loses you money, okay? So it comes with dangers, but you, that does mean that you have the potential to access it before 55. Another thing to think about is how much you earn. So you might be earning £40,000 a month. Sorry, not £40,000 a month. That'd be a lot of money, guys, right? I'm sure a lot of you guys out there would want to be making £40,000 a month. But alas, most of us don't. So if you earn £40,000 a year, okay? Okay, right, you put the money in a pension, tax-free. But if when you go to retire, let's say 55, you're making half a million pounds a year, Okay. Now, for a lot of people, that might not be the case, okay, and that's not what you're going for. But for some people, that is absolutely a possibility and what, what they're working towards. And effectively, if you're earning more money when you go to retire, you could be in a situation where that money that you saved and put into a pension, when you go to take it out, you're paying more money in tax then than you are now. And that is because pensions is not tax-free. It's tax deferred. A lot of people skirt over this issue. What you're doing is you put money into a pension now, so you don't pay tax now. But when you receive it, when you retire, that is income and that is taxable income. 
Now the assumption is when you go to retire, you have a lower income. And for most people, that is the case, okay? But not for everyone, and that's the important thing. So I wanna cover off, before I go on to a specific example, is those that may not actually have a pension. So what if you, you decided to opt out, okay? You work for a big organization, you decided to opt out. Or maybe you're a contractor, you're self-employed, or you have a business, okay, and you don't get a pension as default, and you didn't bother to set it up. Big, big warning to you guys, okay? If you don't set up a pension, you need to be doing something to protect your financial future. Because you might be saying now, guys, it's all good, you know, I'm making loads of money, I'm covering my expenses, I'm having a great life. But what about tomorrow? What about if you get ill? What about if you die and what happens to your family? Okay. What if you lose your job or the economy tanks tomorrow and all that money you're making suddenly dries up? Now, these are horrible things to think about, but this is the reality. These things happen to people every day. Now, you can deal with it through insurance. But you can also deal with it by building a strong financial future, strong financial foundation. One way to do that is through a pension. The other ways is by investing and building up a good amount of money for emergencies or putting money into, into investments that you're getting returns from, diversifying your income, loads of different ways you can do it. But guys, if you're not in a pension and you don't have any kind of financial protection, then that is a big, big concern for you, all right? So definitely take heed, be inspired to make a change from watching this video. Okay, point made. Now I wanna go through a specific example because you know what? I think this area of pensions is one of the biggest ticking time bobs of our generation. When we go to retire, so many people are gonna be stuck and they're gonna be stuck bad. They're gonna to get to the age where they wanna retire. They're gonna look at their little pension pot, either no pension pot or their little pension pot and go, right, what can I do with this? Suddenly realize they're gonna have nowhere near enough money to be able to live off and they're gonna to have to just keep working and working and working or live off a really small pension from the government, right? They're gonna struggle. And I don't want you to struggle, okay? Because <laughs> struggling sucks. I want you to have a good life now but also in the future when you get old and frail or ill or disabled, right? Or your family, think about these things, okay? It's not sexy, it's not cool, it's not very really comfortable, but this is the reality of life, guys, okay? You know, we need to sort ourselves out. Now, way back in the day, in fact, not that long ago, companies used to give what they call a final salary scheme or a defined benefit scheme. And actually, a lot of people don't even know what that is anymore because it, it's, it's gone like almost completely, very few companies offer anymore. Now, back in the day, the tradition was you go work for a big company, they look after you and you work there for 40 years and you work every day, Monday to Friday. And then at the end, they say, well done, James, you've done a good job. Here's your pension, you can go retire now. And they just sort you out, okay? And that's awesome because by doing that, what they're doing is, they're gonna give you a pension from when you retire to when you die, no matter what, they'll give you that money. And that money is worked out of how many years you worked for the company and what your salary was at the end, the final salary of what you earned, okay? So you can work really hard, get to a great position, you know, work to say 60,000 pounds a year, 
and they say, you know what? You get two thirds on retirement. So you go, woo, 40 grand a year, awesome. Set, and that's paid to you every month. You know, a 12th of that's paid to you every month, and you get to live off that until you die. Now, in that situation, it's great because all of the risk is with the company, okay? So you get to rely on you being able to have that pension. But the trouble is when 2008 hit and the markets went crazy and all of the assets that these companies were investing in to provide money to their retirees, to the people in their pension fund, tank. So all of that money that was there to give people for their pensions was a lot, lot less. Not only that, people started living to like a long time, you know, like 90, 100. Like, whoa, guys, hurry up and die. <laughs> okay, they weren't hoping you would die. They kind of were a little bit because you living 10, 20 years longer, that's a whole another 10, 20 years of them having to pay you money every month, okay? So all of a sudden they're thinking, this is not something I want to sign up for. I'm going to pay you guys for ages. All the money that I've got sitting there to pay you out is worth way less. I'm out. It's not worth it. In fact, some companies almost went bankrupt just on their pension fund. Other companies, mergers, acquisitions, like failed as a result of pension funds is a big, big deal because a pension nowadays is extremely expensive. People live to a long time, right? People expect a decent amount of money, right? Okay, so what happened was a few years after 2008, most companies started to stop those schemes and go to what they call a kind of a money purchase scheme or a defined contribution scheme. And that's just fancy way of saying it's on you guys, it's on you employees, okay? I'm not taking that risk off. And when they did that, what they did was they said, look, you need to decide how much money you're gonna put into your pension, okay? We'll help, we'll match it, maybe, not all companies, but if you're a good company, you tend to match. We'll match you, okay? You put in 6%, we'll put in 6%. But you decide, guys, it's your money, yeah? You get the money, you decide how much money goes in there, you decide how it's invested, you decide when you take it, okay? It's on you, okay? We don't wanna get involved, okay? We're happy to support it and set it up for you, but that's it. Now, the trouble with that is, all these people running around with these pensions, like you maybe, don't really have a degree in pensions, okay? It's super complicated. Let me ask you this, do you know how much money you need in your pension to retire? I don't know. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> Do you know how much money is in your pension? Do you know when you're going to die? Do you know when you're going to retire? Do you know how much money you want each month? It's a lot of really uncomfortable questions. This is really hard, guys. Actuaries, pension actuaries, get paid a whole load of money because it's a really complicated uh, set of questions. And in fact, most of them get it wrong. Okay? So the reality is this is difficult to get your head around and to work out how much you need. And I can pretty much assure you, for most people, it is a lot more than you think. So I'm gonna go for an example, okay? Now let's say, okay, John, okay? We've got John here, John's sitting there, okay? And John wants 
to sort out his pension. He wants to make sure he's got enough money, okay? So I'm gonna run through some examples. John wants to retire at 55, okay? At the earliest he can do with his pension. And he, and he, and he reckons he's gonna die at 80, so he's gonna, he's gonna live for 25 years, okay? He's gonna assume he's gonna get a 4% interest rate on, on his investments, pretty standard. And he's currently earning 60,000 pounds a year, right? And he wants, when he retires, about two thirds of that. Pretty standard to have about two thirds of what you're currently earning when you go to retire. Some might need more or less, but it's a good rule of thumb. Well, in that situation, John is gonna need how much? How much do you think John's gonna need? 650,000 pounds. Nice. That is a lot of money. That is like a whole lot of money, right? 650,000 pounds by the time he's 55. Okay, so let's run through what John would need to do to get that 650 grand. Well, let's assume he starts at 25 years old, comes out of uni or work, or whatever, starts work at 25, he's saving from that point on. He's got 30 years to put that money away from 25 to 55. Let's assume he gets a 4% interest rate again. He's gonna to need to save up how much every month? How much do you think? 925 pounds a month. Think about it. Think how much money that is. How much money are you saving every month towards your pension? Maybe not 925 pounds. If you are, awesome, good job, high fives, high fives. But most people aren't. That is 18.5% of John's income. So he's got to put in 18.5% of his income every year. How much are you putting towards your pension every year? Is it that much? Now, for a lot of people, awesome, their company puts, matches it. So if John's company matches it, so he knows to put in 9% and the company puts in the other 9%. The hell, that is a very generous scheme. Most companies don't offer matching up to 9%, okay? Some match to 6%, some don't even match at all. Okay, so all you know for John, he needs to put eighteen and a half percent, but it doesn't stop there. He's got to start saving up towards his pension from twenty-five. How many people started saving up towards his pension right at the beginning of their career? Well, did jo as well? Did John earn sixty thousand pounds right from the beginning of his career? Probably not. He started at maybe twenty, twenty-five thousand, so built up to sixty thousand. So many of those years, he was actually earning much less than 60,000. So in those early years, he'd have to get even like more, 20, 30%, 40% of his income to go into his pension. And those early years are more important because they're longer to accumulate from interest, okay? So guys, big point I'm trying to make here is you need to put a lot of money into a pension to get a decent pension here, okay? A lot of people just think they're gonna be able to get to retirement age and be able to retire, okay? So some things John could do, right? He could retire later. He could reduce how much money he wants for his pension and make it a bit more modest, okay? And this is what people end up having to do and probably will have to do in the future. And guys, for those that are hearing John's situation, thinking, well, yeah, John owns 60 grand, that's loads of money, I don't earn that much money, so you know, I don't need 18%. It's all relative. Let's say you earn 20,000 pounds a year, okay? Well, it's still 18.5% of that if you want two thirds of your income when you retire, because it's relative. 
So what's 2020? You know, it's still 18.5%, roughly. This is all rough numbers. If you wanted two thirds of your current earnings when you retire, two thirds of 20 grand is only 13,000. Not very much, very, very small amount. Now, yes, you get the pension from the government, but this is a really small amount. And each year it's getting worse and worse. They're pushing up the age in which you can get it because it's really, really expensive. And the government are really struggling to afford paying people and they're doing whatever they can to make it as little as possible, okay? So definitely wouldn't be relying on it personally, okay? And it's a very small number anyway. All right, so hopefully I've alarmed you enough to work out what your situation is with a pension. Are you currently in a pension? How much is in there? What's it invested in? Is it a good uh, investment structure? Do I want to be changing it? Something I'm more happy with? How much is going in there each month? Is that enough? for how much I want when I finally retire, okay? I want you to start getting to think about this. And if you say anything, oh, this is all a bit too much, it's overwhelming, I don't wanna think about it, I get it, okay? It's a lot, it's kind of numbers, it's all about the future, it's all a bit morbid, right? I get it, you just wanna kind of chill and have a good time now. You know, it makes sense. But if you don't sort it now, then just think, what your situation is going to be like when you're older okay when you're old and you're tired and you don't want to work anymore and you're looking at your pension part and again really don't have enough money to have a decent life guess i better work a little bit longer or even worse you can't work and you're stuck at home with very little money struggling not having a great time now guys this is kind of sounds all negative and i don't want to be debbie down <laughs> but I would like to inspire you, after having watched this video, to take charge of this really important area to make sure that when you do become uh, old, maybe not old, but when you do go to retire, you could be like, yes, I'm retired, I'm gonna have an awesome life because I've got the money I need to have a great life and it's all sorted, it's all set up, okay? That's what I want you to be like and that's what I want you to be thinking now, but like, yeah, it's all sorted. Okay, so if you're not feeling that right now, it's all good. You just need to go out, do a bit of research and get this sorted. That's all that's needed. All right, guys. So I'll leave you there. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you've enjoyed watching this video as much as I've enjoyed making it. If you've liked it, please do let me know. Subscribe to find out our, all of my great content each week, bringing out some cool stuff on all the different areas, bringing in interviews now on really interesting people. I hope you're finding that interesting. If you want me to cover some specific topics in the future, let me know. If you've got some questions on this area, let me know, more than happy to answer it. Guys, stay safe, stay well, and see you soon.